Cool. Luckily, my segment's going to be really quick, very unstructured. Um, oh, I thought this was the end. I didn't. I forgot. I just kept oh. going. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready for news. <laughs> Lols. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to be very quick because uh, I really just have like a like a big question mark when it comes to my topic. So I'm just going to reintroduce the, uh, the the podcast real quick. So welcome back to Mixed Media. Uh, we just heard from Ben and Nathan about their respective topics. Go uh, back to our podcast list. We have playlists on YouTube. We have um, our different platforms on all the streaming platforms you could possibly think of. All the ones that have been trashed a moment ago, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, you should have a guilty conscience. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, you, you should you should listen to those things because I think both of those were extremely important talks. And what I'm about to talk about are just random thoughts on one particular film. So uh, <laughs> if you're looking for the most meaningful discussion, definitely listen to the last two episodes from this week. But today I will be talking about The Birds. And uh, The Birds is a film by Alfred, Hi- Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, ben, did you end up watching uh, any Hitchcock lately or? I watched. I rewatched uh, North by Northwest, but I've not seen the birds. Mm. How? What were your uh, just out of curiosity? I wanted to know what you thought about it afterwards. I think it's a really great film. You can see how it like impacts, uh, influences James Bond, and like. Yeah. But it, but it's a different kind of sonic world too. It's kind of cool because I'm going to be playing uh, some Bernard uh, Bernard Herrmann at concert in next next Tuesday. And um, we're doing we're doing North by Northwest as part of that, so uh, it's kind of cool to play that to play that too after watching um, to watching it. I don't know it's it's an interesting it's an interesting film and like basically I don't know it just it's like it's it's fun to watch. Yeah, and uh, as a uh, sneak peek into a future episode that I'll probably do that requires me to do research and maybe even read a book, we'll find out. I don't know if I'll put that much effort into a podcast episode. I'm just personally curious because I like films. Uh, so, you know, I might just do this for fun and then just relay back what I learned. But a uh, fun fact about North by Northwest is it might be uh, somewhat factually based. Uh, there's some interesting stuff. I remember I, I watched uh, the, the film and I, I saw Central Intelligence Agency appear on the screen and I lost my mind because I was like, huh. I had literally just learned about uh, I've had read and like listening to interesting things about uh, the CIA's infiltration of uh, Hollywood, which kind of tied interestingly back into what Ben was talking about with music. (laughs) What I saw, I didn't expect that because I didn't know what I knew nothing about North by Northwest when I went into it, which is how I like to watch films. I just put it on, you know, and I was like, huh, I think this might be one of those films that the CIA, uh, enjoyed because of how fun it was of a portrayal of what is actually a reality which is uh, an interesting thing but anyway that that's for a uh, that's that's for a, a different episode um this episode i'm going to talk about the bird so i alfred hitchcock is kind of an interesting director for me because i feel like well i've, I've watched four of his four or five of his films at this point i only have one film left in my little library to uh to enjoy all physical copies by the way um i think i well one i understand i feel like i understand him a lot better um because i had heard a lot from his words his quotes and like you know what people have learned from him but i hadn't actually watched him right which is a completely different thing and i feel like i clicked with a lot more than i expected to i clicked a lot more with the writing i think than i expected to um because i think that is uh 
underrated part of a lot of his uh, stuff, although North by Northwest is probably a, a weaker example of that. Um, the, the, my favorites are definitely Psycho and uh, Vertigo are just tremendous films to me in a different category than the rest of the films I watched. But anyway, The Birds. The Birds is a uh, sort of thriller horror thing. Um, and it's, I mean, oh, I forgot to put the tile up. The Birds, there we go. As you can see, uh, for those who are watching on video <laughs> or on podcast, this will be the episode art. Uh, we've got a poor woman being attacked by birds. This is this is the plot. This is what happens in this film. Uh, fairly simple concept. It's apparently based off of a book, although uh, my understanding is that it's, I mean, it was inspired by a book. The script is written based off the book. Then eventually uh, it just, uh, um, the, the, the actual relation to the book just collapsed and they just retained the name. <laughs> The books in the on the screen. That's funny. <laughs> um, it's it's an interesting film in the sense that it has a very simple concept, and it's trying to do a lot technically speaking for its time. You know, in terms of special effects and all these other stuff, and it seems like an experiment to a lot of different things. One of which is the music, of which, and this is up Ben's alley pretty much, of which there is none. There's no music. Like when I say none, I mean there's not a single note of music in uh, this film. And I think that was an egregious error. <laughs> uh, I, I like it was such a strange feeling. I was watching. I was like, it's just something. The pace, something is just. You know, I, I realized there wasn't music, but I was like, but that can't just be the only reason that it, this just feels completely wrong. I've watched plenty of films with no music in it or a very sparse or spare music and. You know, those films feel like they're they're designed that way, right? Uh, you know, maybe they still would have been better with music. You could make the argument depending on the film. Uh, but, you know, largely speaking, it still feels like the, the choice was more deliberate. Whereas here, it just feels kind of flippant. Like, for no reason, he just decided not to put fil- uh, music in this film. Whereas in the, in the other films, he has plenty and plenty of music. So I found that strange. So I looked it up. And I uh, want to know why he didn't put music in. Apparently, it's exactly what I said. It was an experiment. He just wanted to know what would happen, which it kind of goes into like this whole you know discussion about experimenting and stuff like that. Like, okay, that's interesting. So he's trying but to he learn something. Was like watch the movie without music and be like, this is not good though, right? And then just add the music. <laughs> not that it's easy to, that easy to add music, but like, I mean, it'd be possible, you know. So some people uh, I noticed in reviews, like um, I've noticed a few reviews on Letterboxd and a few analyses elsewhere where people will say that the lack of music makes it more creepy. I don't know if I actually agree with that. I mean, Alfred Hitchcock's like whole like thing is terror, right? Like this tension. And in his other films, there's plenty of music and there's plenty, like plenty of tension, you know? I mean, if you watch Psycho, that thing is like, you know, for for, for being what it is, it's a, it's a kind of a white knuckle film, you know. Vertigo has sections that are just, you know, worse than worse in terms of tension um, and how much you're being pulled, sucked into the film than like, you know, a spy thriller or something. It's just so intense, you know. It's bizarre because people will say this makes it feel creepy and I just don't see why. And I would like to understand better why people think that. I'm not dismissing it. I just want to understand 
why because for me it just felt empty and i think one of the biggest differences between this and other films that have not as much music is this one's soundscape in general does not feel like it's telling a story like not just the music but the entire soundscape doesn't feel like it's telling its own story you know when you're when you're a filmmaker you're very multi multidisciplinary so every tool you've got and even the act of choosing not to use the tool right is an act of trying to tell a story and so i want all those decisions to feel deliberate you know that's one of my critiques about like marvel marvel movies with their cinematography right there it's very sterile and you know expository right it's effective for getting the gist of uh of for most films right the the gist of the action right it's it's not really it's not really as purposeful well most of that's because it's not even practical to make a marvel movie that way you i mean uh it's already insanely bloated as is i can't imagine trying to do some very creative shots in the middle of the production schedule which you know whatever that that's just the casualty in the marvel franchise elsewhere though you know like you know in hitchcock his cinematography is extremely deliberate his dialogue extremely extremely deliberate his uh story structure extremely deliberate everything's super deliberate most of the time and then with the birds he just throws out the music and it just feels flippant right at least to me so i would like to know uh any hitchcock fans out there i would like to know you can put it in the comments or you can send us an email at mixed media podcast at outlook.com or join our discord or wherever and uh, just tell me what you think about the birds because i think it actually has a more polarized reception than people give it credit because it's kind of in the hitchcock canon because hitchcock made a billion and one films but there are certain films that are like you know the hitchcock films and the birds is one of them and I'm not sure that it's actually as universally loved in the way that his other films are loved um, just by reading reviews and like looking at what people say. It seems as though people like this for its classic nature more than they do for its like, you know, it, like how it holds up, you know, even today. Right. It's like more of like this is a interesting film in, in cinema's history. Right. This kind of goes into like your rating philosophy because some people include impact into the wider you know to the wider uh field as something that's important to them when they you know when they assess how much they like something right how much they want to praise it and i can understand that because this film was made insanely i mean when i say insanely i mean probably immorally <laughs> uh i mean they literally had tons of birds <laughs> on set trained to attack people they put food in people's hair and other parts of their clothing so that the birds would attack the actors uh literally i mean they were trained that they didn't hurt them but people still got hurt is my understanding so it's an insanely made film and and a lot of those scenes uh with with the birds and the bird attacks are extraordinarily has that hitchcock tension over it for being such a simple concept you get some really, you know, jarring and exciting moments. But um, I think I just was like, you know, overall, I think the, the film was better than average. I'm not trying to, you know, hate on the film or anything like that. I, I don't hate it at all. It's more like I think the story could have been not just slightly above average. I think it could have been up there with uh, his average works, right, if there was music. And I I think Bernard does his music for all of all of his 
like big films or something like that? I think every film that I'm aware of, all of his big films, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think, you know, there's, I think when I was listening to, when I was watching Psycho in particular, I was uh, noticing a lot more of that sort of like Mickey Mousing that you're talking that you were talking about in prior episodes. Um, this is why I love this podcast. I, I learn things and then I apply them when I watch things. So that's awesome. Um, it didn't. It was good. It was still good. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, like it was excellent. You know, um, not only excellent, but it filled the spaces in a way that the film it told its own story. The music told its own story alongside the story. So yeah, I just thought it was bizarre, and uh, I think it was a failed experiment. I found interestingly enough, I put a link on our Discord. Someone who attempted to score the film, if it had a score, and uh, of course this person didn't have an orchestra play their score or anything like that. It's uh, all electronic. Um, but if you imagine past that, um, you know, if you imagine what this person put together past that, you know, it, it. I don't think it was like you know anything insane. It just was better already just because it was there, you know? Uh, uh, and, like, these scenes where, like, the two main characters who have this, like, uh, love tension thing going on, this, you know, this will she, won't she, will he, won't, won't he kind of dynamic going on. It's just so weird in those scenes where they're staring at each other and you get these long cuts to just not hear anything that sounds like it comes from their hearts. It's just strange, like... It doesn't feel right. And it's just strange to, too because Herman has such such a strong love themes in his other uh, other Hitchcock films. Yeah, no, exactly. Very odd. <laughs> and you know, all you're hearing she's paddling across the ocean, and all you're hearing is like the sparse, like the soundscape is not even fully developed. Which I'm not even sure I can say that's a technical problem. I, I, I just. I, I just don't get it. <laughs> but the whole soundscape is kind of sparse. So all you're hearing is like the kerplunks of her her uh, oars go through as she's looking across the uh, the bay and he, she sees her man uh, or future man across the, 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 the bay. And it's shot beautifully. The film looks gorgeous. Like, you know, like the, the landscape, at least the way it was reproduced in my copy, was pretty freaking gorgeous. It was very painterly. Part of that's because... They actually use matte paintings for set extensions, but it blends seamlessly, you know? You get these longing, like, close-ups back and forth, and you're hearing just kerplunk, kerplunk, kerplunk. It just kind of takes you out of the, the, the vibe. If you could hear the, 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 the water moving and maybe the rustles of... Uh, maybe if the, the soundscape could tell the story better, even if you didn't want to use music, right? If the environment could tell you the story of their love or their potential thing that's going on this this tension there right and at least that would help but it's just kind of empty it's just like okay and scenes that have no terror right the scenes literally just about this relationship why on earth would you want to make it sparse i don't want to be creeped out in this moment that's not even what he's going for right so uh yeah it's kind of strange so anyway that's my that's my topic <laughs>